The first talk on Parshas Ekev, and the portion of Ekev in volume 14, connects also to the date of the Fabrengen when it was said, which often falls during this Parsha, Chaf of the 20th of Av. 20th of Av is the anniversary of the passing of the Rebbe's father, Rebbe Yitzchak Schneerson, who was sent into exile by the Russians, by the communists, for his work in strengthening Judaism and, and teaching Torah, and passed away while he was still in his exile in Kazakhstan. The Rebbe addresses in Parshas Ekev, in this week's portion, it talks about the uh, Moshe's recounting the history of the Jewish people throughout their 40 years in the desert, and he mentions the passing of Aaron, the passing of his brother, as well as the breaking of the Luchais right after that, the breaking of the of the of the two tablets of the Luchai Sabris. And Rashi points out why are the two brought why are the, why are the two mentioned r- right next to each other? That it's harsh before God. It's hard before God. The, the passing of Tzadik and the passing of righteous people, like the breaking of the tablets. Now, the Rebbe points out, when the Torah tells us, the Torah of truth tells us that two things are similar to one another, it means not just a general similarity, some point of, 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 uh, of similarity between the two, but rather that the content, the essence, and the details of these two different disparate things are actually one and the same. What's the connection between these two things, the breaking of the tablets and the passing of tzaddikim? So, the Rebbe addresses, explains this by addressing first a bigger question about the broken tablets. We know it's referred to as negative, of course, as, as hard before God, as we just said. But there's also seemingly a positive element to the broken luchais, to the broken tablets. Whenever the Jewish people would go out to war, they would be led by the Arain Habris, by the by by the the, uh, the Ark of the Covenants. What did it contain within it? What was the covenant? Shivrei luchais monachais ba'arain, the broken luchais, the broken tablets were contained within the Ark. What's going on? Generally, we try to avoid ever, in a time of, of, of challenge, in a time that we need extra merit, we try to avoid anything that's negative, anything that will awaken a prosecution against the Jewish people. And yet, whenever they went out to war, they were led by the Ark, which contained the broken luchais, which contained the broken tablets, which, which seemingly is something that's just going to remind why were they broken because of the sin of the golden calf. Why would we bring something like that out to war? If anything, it should be something positive, something that has a positive merit. Must be there's something positive in the broken luchais and the broken tablets themselves. And the Rebbe says you could see this hinted to also in the fact that it says, Kasha, that it's harsh before God, the breaking of the tablets and the passing of tzaddikim, that term, Kasha lefnei hard before God, is a term that's used for other things in Talmud, such as, it says it's hard to marry them off, to marry off husband and wife, like Kriyas Yamsov, like the splitting of the sea. A splitting of the sea is one of the greatest miracles of all time, which implies that this term kasha, that it's hard before God, isn't a purely negative term. But what's possibly positive about the passing of tzaddikim, the passing of righteous people, or about the breaking of the luchais, about the breaking of the tablets, which are seemingly so negative?
So the Rebbe says we'll understand this by taking a deeper look at what actually happens with the breaking of the luchot of the of the tablets. What are the tablets? The tablets themselves were very special. Haluchais ma'ise alikimhi. They were made up of. Uh, they were something that was made by God Himself, a a, a divine um, creation, already even before the Ten Commandments are inscribed upon them. Then. There's this divine writing that's used to inscribe the commandments upon the tablets. Yet, what are we told? That once Moshe looks at the Jewish people and sees them worshipping the golden calf, he says, how am I going to give the Jewish people these luchas? So, Rosh he first saw, he sees that the writing departed from them. And when he saw that, he says, how can I give the Jewish people these tablets, she'in bohem mamash, that have nothing to them? Rather, let me take them and break them. The Rebbe asks several questions. First of all, what does it mean that the writing departed from upon them? The writing was engraved within them. So if the writing departed, that means some of the stone was gone, or they were completely smooth, they're an empty thing. What does that even mean? Also, Fine, so the writing departed from them. But this is still an amazing thing that God himself had created. How could he say, Shein Bohem Mamash, a divine creation? How could he say there's nothing to them? And also, why that if there's nothing to them, that's a reason not to give them to the Jewish people. But why does he take it and break it? And all of these answers are, all of these questions, sorry, are answered by understanding something deep about the nature of the tablets. Sure, the tablets are special before they're given. They're already a divine creation. But once God inscribes upon them the Ten Commandments, that becomes their essence. That becomes their spirit. And even though they were amazing before, if you take that away from them now, it's not like they're still something special it's as if they're nothing at all because that it becomes their essence they go to a higher level they reach this higher level of connecting to the ten commandments so that now they're much higher than they were before they the, the before the commandments were inscribed upon them when they're just a very special tablet that god himself had created so therefore once once the spiritual essence of the writing departs the actual writing of course was still there. That's why he doesn't say in Bahim Klum there was nothing to there was nothing written on them. He says Ain Bahim Mamash, there's no essence, there's no substance any longer to these tablets. Why? Because once that divine spirit, that spiritual energy of the Ten Commandments, which was inscribed onto the onto the Luchais, onto the tablets, has now departed from them. They don't no longer have their essence. So while they still may have been something special, they're now something that's lost their essence, and therefore he takes them and breaks them. Therefore he takes them and shatters them. The same is true, says the Rebbe, with regard to a, to, to a person, to a human being, to a tzaddik, to a righteous person. Before a person, before the soul ever comes into the body, the body of a human being is already something that's a creation of God, something that's unique, something that's very special. In Tanya, talks about how God chooses the, the, the body of the, of B'nai Yisrael, of the Jewish people, and this is already something that's incredible, that's special before the soul is ever imparted within it. But once the soul is imparted within it, then that becomes what it is. That's its life. And if you take the life out while the, while the body may still be complete, 
state. The person is no longer here. The spirituality, the life force, the vitality has completely lost and it's as if it's gone. Says Rebbe, that's why the broken luchas, the broken tablets, are what the Jews brought out with them whenever they went to war. Because what was, what did the wars of the Jewish people represent? This is a people that were already, already good, already perfect. Somebody who sinned was supposed to go back from war, couldn't even be chosen to be a soldier. Yet they went out to battle. Why? To conquer the land, to make of the land Eretz Yisrael, a holy land. In other words, to bring godliness into the world, to express the spirituality and the holiness of the physical world with in it. Now a person might feel, what do I need to do this battle for? I'm happy. I'm already in a good state. State. I'm already doing good things. I'm already a righteous person. Why do I need to push to keep on going further? You, so the lesson, the inspiration was given from the broken tablets. Look, they were already something special. But once they experienced what it meant to connect with the godliness contained within the writing, then the, the tablets themselves were, were worth nothing, needed to be broken. And therefore a person too, however high we may have reached, needs to recognize that we can't be satisfied with whatever we've accomplished. Even if somebody has reached the level of a tzaddik, of a righteous person, he has an obligation and a requirement to keep on pushing forward, to go to battle, to, to achieve higher and better achievements and transformation within the world. And this also connects to the passing of tzaddikim, that we're told tzaddikim ain't la menucha, righteous people don't ever rest. Even after their passing, they continue to go and be elevated from status to status. And especially on the day of their passing, on the yard site, the anniversary of their passing. Why is that? The passing of a tzaddik represents. It says that, that a tzaddik falls, means that sometimes in order to reach a higher level, you need to depart from whatever you achieved previously. You need to let that go so that you can now experience new growth. The passing of a tzaddik represents they've reached the fullness of what they could accomplish in this world, and then they let that go in order that they could continue to be elevated to infinitely higher levels. Every year on a, on the yard site, on the anniversary of a tzaddik's passing, that's a re-experiencing of that moment. That moment is again brought into 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 being in in each each and every year for them and for all who are connected with them, for all who study their teachings and connect with them, that they're departing from their previous status. Why? In order to to reach even deeper, in order to reach even higher, in order to be elevated even more. And the same, this idea is emphasized especially, the Rebbe says, with regard to righteous people who not only passed away, but passed away specifically in exile. The idea of exile is, it's like a little bit of death. It's that, it's, it's a constant, ongoing pain of death as it were. But what is the purpose of that descent? Like the passing of tzaddikim. It's to depart from their previous status so that they can achieve, so they can reach for something even higher. And when this is true, not only for in general, the, the humanity is within, is brought down into this world in order to elevate the world. How much more so within Gullus, within exile, when we were exiled from our land in order to ultimately bring about the rebuilding of the Beis Amigdash, the rebuilding of the temple, to reach an even higher status. But when it's, it's Sadiq that specifically was exiled, even more so, that's that opportunity to connect to this energy, this message of never being satisfied with what we've accomplished, digging deeper to achieve something even greater, to achieve something even more.